Welcome to the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. We just launched a brand new golf podcast called Fairway Rollin', where Joe House is joined by a rotating cast of Ringer and Golf World personalities every week. They'll break down the latest in golf headlines and news from social media, keep up with everything Tiger Woods, and delve into the world of golf gambling. The first episode was just released earlier this week, with new episodes being published every Monday going forward. You can download and subscribe to Fairway Rollin' on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, guys, and welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we're going to talk about whether or not Bella Thorne is in a throuple, uh, (laughs) why Jake Gyllenhaal is shady but beautiful, and uh, how we're going to try and support the rest of the Ringer staff as they talk about the Super Bowl. Yes, very important. Every time you hear the bell, we have to change topics no matter what. And now let's spill the tea. Okay, first category, we are checking in with people. This is Tea Time Checks In with Gwyneth Paltrow and her (laughs) ski lawsuit. I have a lot of notes. I'm going to keep this just very high level. Please. Okay. Okay. In 2016, she was skiing in Deer Valley Resort in Park City, Utah. She was with her instructor. This was a beginner slope, which is important. She was riding down the mountain, and she crashed into a seven-year-old man named Terry Sanderson. 70 years old. Yeah, he said, yeah. (laughs) And this is 2016. Yeah. Okay. So So she has a history. Yes, exactly. She knocked him out, causing brain injury, short-term memory loss, four broken ribs, and then the kicker is that she skied away, (laughs) leaving him on this mountaintop. To die. (laughs) To die, basically. (laughs) He's seeking $3.1 million in damages. She seems pretty unconcerned, and so does her legal team. Here's what I want to tell you guys. Here's how Terry described this incident. He, quote, heard this hysterical scream like you've never heard on a ski run. And then he added, never have I heard it in my life. It was like King Kong came out of the jungle or something. Which brings me to my question. Why is Gwyneth Paltrow on a beginner slope screaming like King Kong? I, I, and why was she going at a speed that was so out of control she couldn't stop herself no. running into an old man? I truly, you, I don't know. There are so many levels to this that are baffling to me. Right. And yet they all kind of like feel right for her. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I love her and I hate her. She's also extremely like, problematic. Okay, other question, not to victim blame, but why is a 70-year-old man on a ski slope? 70 is old. Relax, it's not so bad. 70 is pretty old. To be skiing, I feel like old I, people do that. Yeah, I feel like people are getting younger. What? <laughs> Science? What? Well, I don't mean like they're staying. Okay, you know, sure. Okay, just for, it's been a long day already. Um, yeah, what I want to know, this guy is skiing. This, res- this Deer Valley Resort is super, super nice. He's obviously doing fine for himself. I Why guess does like, he need to sue Gwyneth? Yes, okay. exactly. For is the this worth his I time? Guess. Apparently. I suppose. And well, she I mean, left him to die. Yeah, brain damage. That's kind of... Yeah. I know. I know. She's doing fine. She's like Instagram storing about offering Chrissy Teigen soup and stuff. She seems absolutely oh. unconcerned. Wow. Stone cold. That, that, that Gwyneth. I mean, that's kind of on brand for her, though. I know. She's yeah. extremely problematic, as usual. <laughs> I'll be following this lawsuit extremely closely. I can't wait to see where it goes. So we're going to be checking honestly. in with her quite a bit. Great. That's insane. Okay. Who wants to talk about oh. the next checking in with? Well, I think it was just going to be a brief thing, as mm-hmm. I'm sure you all know. Lady Gaga has Enigma, uh, her Vegas show, which apparently nosebleed 
seats are $700, which is insane. insane. Nice. Um, but anyway, so this past weekend, she was doing a rendition of Shallow, and none other than her director, Bradley Cooper himself, wow. joined wow. her on stage. Director and co-star. Okay, but <laughs> yeah. he came through the audience, which was important. Oh, I didn't know that. She okay. was on the stage, and she was like, uh... Bradley's here tonight. Like, thanks for coming to support me. And he's like in the crowd with a baseball hat on, just like hanging out at a table. That is and so then, dramatic. This is not yes, the Lion King. <laughs> yes. And then she's like, do you want to come up and do our song? And oh, he God. literally stands up and takes off his baseball cap, comes yeah, through sure. the crowd. Everyone's losing their shit. He comes up into the shallow. She like is like. If only he would have put on like a cowboy hat. Right. You know, changed yeah. it and was like, yeah, I'm ready. I shockingly watched this whole video on YouTube. What? what? I, I know. It was off brand. But <laughs> the eye contact. So oh my God. if you watch the video, you guys all should. She is on her knees as he's singing. Yes. She's staring up at Bradley Cooper like he has Jesus Christ With, himself. Like, her head on his knee. Yeah. Yeah. Near tears. Yeah. Or possibly weeping. Like, I couldn't tell. Sobbing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's very over the top. They have such an interesting relationship. Yeah. I kind of love it. It's extremely over the top. It was very emotional, honestly. I loved it. I can't help it. Uh, um, but I also want to say that I was wrong and he's going to sing at the Oscars. I just yeah, that's it. for sure. Yeah, he that's for, for sure, sure. is now. So okay. I take that back. And really quick, I'm really sorry, but we have to talk about Ariana Grande. No, please. She, <laughs> she needs to stop getting tattoos, first of all. She got the Pokemon one. Like, after, like, 13 hours playing Pokemon. Now she got a tattoo for her new song, Seven Rings, which is, like, emblematic of her friendship with, like, these seven friends. Mm -hmm. She has six friends that she has. And she got it in Japanese. Mm -hmm. And it's wrong. Yes, it's very wrong. Japanese barbecue (laughs) instead of seven rings, which, like, you can't make this shit up, you know? It's, like, so predictable that it goes beyond that. Yeah. And the worst part is she tried to fix it as it was also like extremely publicized. She put it everywhere. Uh-huh. And then she made it worse because now it says Japanese barbecue finger. <laughs> so okay. I can't understand how that could be, like how someone could get it that wrong. I guess it's like if you read it, you it's have the, to read it in a weird way. It's like the positioning of, I think they're of called the, the kanji. Kanji, yeah. yeah. And she had, I think, the correct le- yeah. letters or kanji, but they were just in the wrong places. In the wrong places, order. Which that's How a, do you fuck that right, up? Right. That's an important part of that language. And, yeah. that, it, it, and she has a tutor, too. Okay, here's what I—this comes up a lot on Tea Time. It's like, the celebrity world has so many resources to pull mm-hmm. from, and yet people keep making mistakes <laughs> in ways that really confuse me. Just, yeah, unforced errors like this. Just get a good tattoo artist. Do I just better. Like, Ariana Grande is <laughs> problematic right now, but it's a long story that we don't have time to talk about. Yeah, we're moving on. <laughs> All right. Okay, next category. This is this week in social media. Kate, go first. A lot going on this week in social media. <laughs> and we're going to lead with the most important, apparently, which is Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> Get through it, Kate. You'll be fine. <laughs> okay, so Ashton Kutcher was like, I'm debuting a new social media strategy this week, guys. Sure, sure. And all three people who you know, care about Ashton Kutcher were like, great, can't wait. So he tweeted out his, quote unquote, his phone number and told people to text him. And he said, I miss having a real connection with real people, my community. From now on, you can just text me. I won't be able to respond to everyone, but at least we can be real with each other and I can share the unedited latest and greatest in my world. So then he put his number and he said, yes, this is my number in case you were, you know, thinking that maybe it wasn't, which I still am thinking that maybe it wasn't. So... People are, like, posting these automated messages, apparently, that he's sending now, like, these updates about his life. I personally texted Ashton Kutcher. I was like, I'm not going to let this opportunity go. (laughs) Good for you. I sent him a message that Julie Fayer suggested, which was whether he and Mila Kunis fight about whether um, his friends with benefits 
comedy or her Friends with Benefits comedy was the best. Mm-hmm. No Strings Attached versus Friends with Benefits. Would have loved to get his input on it. <laughs> yeah. Didn't. He ghosted me. And I'm <laughs> not getting the updates about his daily life. So. Wow. Dang it. Yeah. So this is a failed experiment, Ashton Kutcher. Send me your like laundry list <sighs> right. or whatever you're sending everyone else. I feel very left out. Is the automatic replies, are they blue or green? Green. Uh, yeah. See, that's a yeah. that's a robot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a red flag from the beginning. I'm not Huge. gonna lie. It's a yeah. creature bot. Right. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Why do you think he's doing this? What inspired him to do this? Bored? I don't know. Bored. Yeah. Sad. Maybe he remember when he played Steve Jobs in like the yeah. bootleg version of yeah. Steve Jobs' life. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's inspired by that. And yeah. I don't know. Maybe. To, yeah. He also is very invest like involved in the tech world, which he I is, don't know how yeah. this exactly relates to him <laughs> wanting human connection. But it seems but, similar. Yeah, yeah, it's in the same. Fear. Anyway, text me, Ashton. (laughs) Yeah, text Kate back, please. All right, Amelia, you go next. Uh, Okay, so speaking of Twitter and all the good things you can find on it, so the Pope, who's at Pontifex, obviously. um, Plug the Pope! Yeah, great follow. Um, So he had a tweet that said, with her, quote-unquote, yes, Mary became the most influential woman in history. Without social networks, she became the first, quote-unquote, influencer, the quote-unquote influencer of God. Hashtag Panama 2019. I can't tell you how much I love this. I love this so much. He's bringing Christianity to the people. He's making it cool. He's He's using hashtags. Yeah. He's just doing his best. It's 2019. Even the Pope has to like kind of get on the wagon. Yeah. Wow. I That's a take I wasn't ready for, but I mean, that's great. You know? Christianity was the first Tommy T. Oh, oh my god. Okay, that I don't want to go. <laughs> this is amazing. This is just really good. He really went for it. Yeah. Or his well intern really went for it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well intentioned content, and I respect his choices. <laughs> yeah. Are there, is there any other comment about the book? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Okay, that's it. We're moving on. Okay, last thing on social media that we want to talk about is Beyonce has announced on Instagram basically, if you go vegan and you sign up for. <laughs> The Green Print Project, you could potentially win free Jay-Z and or Beyonce tickets for your entire life. That's incredible. So obviously I went to said Green <laughs> green Print Project, <laughs> and it's aiming to improve the environment, obviously, by trying to eliminate Good. meat and animal products from people's diets, um, which is important. But then the whole thing, it, you go on the website, you just have to plug in your email, and then you say, like, well, how are you going to try to be vegan? And I just said, meatless Mondays, like, on a little scroll-down oh, nice. bar. Nice. And that was it. And then I entered this content. Oh. So I'm not sure exactly what the grand plan is here <laughs> with, like, how this is actually affecting sure. the environment sure. in a positive way. But I'm hoping that I do get free Jay-Z and Beyonce. Okay, can I tomorrow. pose a question? Yes. If you went vegan for the rest of your life, yeah. would you go vegan for the rest of your entire life if it meant you would get free Jay-Z and Beyonce tickets? Yes, but I'm also half vegan already. Like, I'm closer yeah, to vegan than I'm not. Amelia, weigh in. Would you do it? Well, okay, here's the thing. I, Beyonce, I, okay, don't kill me, but she's fine. Like, I like her. She's good. But I'm not I, ready to talk okay, about it. I'm sorry. I have clearly <laughs> I insulted think I people. maybe would. Yeah. It depends on, like, how close I would get. But, what, like, what do you mean close? Well, actually, like, you know, she's state. looking out oh. for, us, for us all. Yeah. The world. Yeah. And just health in general. Yeah, so, I agree. You know. Yeah, again, it's a really good idea, but show me how this is helping. If I just say Meatless Mondays, how's Beyonce going to check if I'm going to do a Meatless Monday? <laughs> and that's what there and were, she can't. 
and she can. And people on Twitter were posting memes that was like me immediately eating meat after telling Beyonce I wouldn't. And there's like gifts of people eating meat. If yeah. anyone can monitor everyone in the world eating meat and their oh meat my consumption, God. I guess it's Beyonce. Yeah. You know? I guess that's true. And I know I'm talking about this, but anyone who's listening, don't sign up because I really want to up my chances. <laughs> so just ignore what I just said. Okay, next category. Tea Time's biggest relationship news ever. Amelia. Yes. A uh, tea time favorite, Bella Thorne, um, is dating. Is it, is she, <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, is a um, favorite of mine. No. Um, is She's dating the rapper Mod's son. And I'm not cool, so I don't really know who that person is. He's awful. Okay. So he's awful. And she's also dating influencer Tana Mongo. Mongu? I don't know. Do you remember her from either. TanaCon? What the fuck oh, is that? Yeah, that's I didn't her. know about that. TanaCon was like this whole. <laughs> she's a YouTuber. And uh. it, it, this. She had like was, a whole thing. She had a convention and it didn't work out as planned and people were really pissed. If yeah. you search TanaCon, there's like a whole <laughs> yeah. thing on it. Yeah. So so apparently she's dating both of them, but I am unsure if she is dating them separately or if they're a throuple. It's got to be a throuple. I, real, I, okay. Yeah, that house, I don't know if you've seen. I hate that I know this. I, I, I have spelled it self-doubt and loathing. Her house is filled with cats and it's filled with, <laughs> it's filled with murals that she's like hand painted on her walls and it's she's filled with finger people. painted on her yeah. walls okay. and it's filled with people okay. so there is no doubt in my mind that these three are in a relationship together together sure Wow, she does seem like the thruple type. Yeah. If there is a thruple type, it's her. Yeah, also, her, I just love sure. saying thruple. I know. <laughs> Incredible word. And one more thruple news now that we're talking about it is that Frankie Grande, Ariana's brother, just broke up with his thruple. But that was different because Dang they it. were a married couple. So he was really True. kind of like the outlier. I don't know what his plan was there, but <laughs> I feel better about Bella, Maude, and how that TanaCon. Thruple. TanaCon girl. Yeah. Once again, we wish you the very best. Other people that we wish the best, uh, kind of. Cardi B <laughs> and Offset are, for all intents and purposes, back together. They're under the same roof. They're Instagramming each other. They're Snapchatting each other. Apparently, the thing that got them back together that convinced Cardi B to take back Offset is that he got a new phone number, which is like so— I don't understand. So not the issue here. But apparently, that was what convinced her to get back together with him. He was like— this phone will be, like, for you and for my business calls. And, like, I'm committed to you. And I guess, like, all the other women in his life that will be on the other number. phone. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I was thinking. But, yeah, it's like a new start. New phone number, new sure. for this right. relationship. He can take some tips from Ashley well, I Yeah, I wish her the best. Yeah. Think about culture, you know? Okay, sure. Kate? Yeah. <laughs> I think it'll be a couple months until they break up again. But we'll see. Uh, okay. Any other Godspeed. news? Godspeed. There was this life and style cover that said Angelina Jolie was dating Justin Thoreau. And I just need, just come on. Like, that's <laughs> on. literally, like, how dumb do you think we are? Yeah. They were photoshopped together. We're not stupid. That's right. never going to happen. I think they don't think anyone's reading it. So yeah. just, right. like, exactly. Just blasting shit out without any kind of. Yeah. And that was the same couple that had my bloated king, uh, right. Leo DiCaprio <laughs> right. and Camilla Maroney being like, they're going to get married. Yeah, he was like, Leo. it was like Leo proposed to Camilla. Yeah. I was like, yeah, life and style is breaking this news. <laughs> breaking Come on. Are we not going to pause on Amelia saying my bloated king, Leonardo DiCaprio? <laughs> <laughs> Were we just going to blow right by that? <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I sit with her all day. I get used to this kind of stuff. <laughs> I'm looking at Kaya. At least Kaya gets it. What the hell? <laughs> okay. Yeah, that was a terrible, terrible cover. Yeah, it was really bad. And just, oh, you know. that Jessica Simpson. Yeah, there was no, that was, was a really me, bad Anna. picture of Jessica Simpson. I'm not going to tell you to look it up. Don't look it up. Yeah. Um, but life and style, do better. Yeah. Next topic. 
Tea Time's Sundance Takeaways. Now, this is our one and only highbrow segment, so let's <laughs> do this justice. Kate, yeah. do you want to start? Um, yes, yeah, so we had some ringer staffers at Sundance this year. We were not among them, but they were sending, you know, as our brand demands, we were getting some reactions from Sundance from some of the people who were there. And one particular staffer told us that he saw John Hamm mm-hmm. and he saw Adam Driver. He said they both looked great, but he said Adam Driver was more handsome in person. And that I just need okay. it. Okay. Ludicrous. Yeah, exactly. That's a lie. I honestly can kind of see it what? in terms of like, first of all, very tall, Adam yeah, Driver. Sure. Very imposing. I feel like when he walks into a room, you're great like, great voice, oh, shit. too. Right. You know, very serious. Mm-hmm. Also, I feel like he's sensitive, he's brooding, which is the ultimate kind of. Like, and now he's an Oscar boat. nominee. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And like he kind of fits into Sundance in a way where he's like almost too big to be there, which John Hamm is too. Really? Like, I just feel like when you're a current Oscar nominee, yeah. like, promoting something else at Sundance is, like, you don't have to be doing it right, right now. Yeah, like, you should be working on that Oscar campaign. Right. So, it, like, gives him this vibe of, like, he's, like, very much an A-lister oh. right now, which I'm not saying John Hamm isn't. You think Adam Driver is an A-lister right now? Yeah. Oh. Kind of, with the whole— Oscar nominee, Star Wars. Star Wars, I think. Oh, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're for right. sure. Okay. So, anyway, I, he also said that John Hamm had a beard, which then I was like, are you sure Adam Driver was more attractive? <laughs> right. Um, I need to see pictures. Asa. Also, like, a lot of great outerwear at Sundance. Oh, so then I yeah. was like, what I kind of cardigans the were they wearing? Yeah. What, were they oh. in a coat? Are we talking Oof. scarf? No I scarf? I want to see the boot. Yes. Boot game at boot Sundance. Game. I was Yeah, I, like, needed them to paint a fuller picture than that. But yeah. That's all we have that we're going off of. It's right. like Adam Driver is exactly. now hotter than— okay, Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Scratch that what I said about highbrow because this next uh, <laughs> bit about Sundance is absolutely not. We want to talk about Jake Gyllenhaal. We always <gasps> want to talk about Jake, Love Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. This is true. This one is great. So he was—this This video went around the internet, and I've watched it no less than like 45 so times. Many times. Um, it's kind of hard to describe. Can we play a clip? Uh, soulful, spiritual— she has a touch of melancholy once in a while. It's melancholy. Oh, it's Dan. melancholy. I'm so, I always get that word wrong. You're so good. Um, that is not the first time um, today. You know, it's like when you go on a street artist and they do a... Okay. <laughs> not only does he side-eye through this entire video, the way in which... It was as if you're talking to, like, your mom when she, like, mispronounces, like, yeah. meme, and she says mem, and you're like, yeah. it's meme. Me, me. It was that exact tone yes. and, and, like, look on his face. They'll do, like, disgust. Gust and the kind of disappointment. Yeah, and uh, like truly, like I can't believe this is happening again. Yeah, and exhaustion because he was like, "This is not the first time today." <laughs> that yeah. was the best part. <laughs> he just says it really quietly, and all his co- all of his co stars are like, "Oh my god!" Right. Yeah, I feel for Dan Gilroy. This happens to the best of people. It happens to me probably. The, he was probably nervous on camera. I can't sure. believe they didn't. Like a quick edit. I don't know. Maybe they wanted it to be like yeah. some raw footage, but melancholy is really tough. I, I yeah, I have the opposite take. Where like I truly can't believe he thought it was pronounced like that. <laughs> like this is a smart guy. He's got like a like a pretty deep like film mm-hmm. resume. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know that it's not melancholy. <laughs> <laughs> maybe no one said it out loud, and he's just people. You know what happens is bookworms that mm, like don't get it. out much. Okay, but yeah. So Jake movies. is a bookworm. What? I know oh. he makes movies. My sister yeah. thought Hermione was pronounced Hermione for like the so first. We did that too. We did that too. It was Hermione in my house. Oh, <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. My mom what? just called her Hermie because we didn't know what to say. <laughs> this has gone off the rails. Anyway, Jake Gyllenhaal, be kinder. You know, but <laughs> you're kinder. still so beautiful. Also, great sweater game at Sunday. Yeah, great stuff. Okay, next category. This is really, really important to the three of us. 
This is <laughs> Tea Time tries to relate to other Ringer content. The Ringer, obviously, the Super Bowl is on Sunday, which the three of us, I am not sure. The based on the blank faces you guys are giving <laughs> me, we don't care too too much, but we're gonna try our best to bring this to tea time, make this make sense to all of us. Sure. Yeah. At this point, I kind of only watch it or am aware of it for the memes. Yeah. In all honesty. You don't want to miss the, the internet side exactly. of it. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Will all of you guys be watching? No. Amelia. No, okay, sure. Yeah. I mean, well, if I have time slash if you have time. I'm gonna be I just <laughs> I'm gonna be a soft no too. I'm not Are you gonna lie. Kidding? <laughs> okay, I shall watch the Super Bowl on behalf of T Time and you. report back. Thanks. Please. I'll watch the halftime show. Yeah, how do we feel about oh. Maroon Five? Okay, I'm a Maroon Five apologist. I'm really sorry. That's okay. Uh, um, oh, I went oh, to a Maroon, <laughs> I went to a Maroon Five concert in college with my brother and sister and my mom. Oh, and it was great. Amelia's being TC. I'm sorry. Songs about Jane came out in 2002, it's and that incredible. was her last good album. Yeah. Right, but they do still love do Sunday those morning. songs at their concerts. Oh, good. Well, they, okay. yeah, you're right. They'll probably do them at the Super Bowl. They just Bowl. have very yeah. generic poppy rock yeah. songs Lately, that you can just be good. like, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Adam Levine is too up in my face these days that Same. I wish. Oh my I'm, God. As soon as he came on The Voice, I was like, I'm tired of you. Agreed. I liked mm-hmm. Maroon 5 bef- more before then. Agreed. Not great for the halftime show. Right. What about Giselle? Let's talk about her. She had an, an iconic response in 2012 when the Patriots lost. I had to look that up. I didn't know that <laughs> they did that in 2012. I'm wondering if the Patriots lose, which is unlikely— based on absolutely no information at all. <laughs> um, will she have an equally as salty response? She what basically she blamed, do? she didn't, she basically blamed Tom Brady's team, not yeah, Tom Brady. She was like, losing. my husband can't throw you the have, ball with people who can't catch or yeah, something like that. Yes, you have like to that. catch the ball when he throws like, it. Damn, okay, Giselle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hope she's really shady. I hope she is too, although I feel Why like not? she's found a lot of inner peace in the her last children. five years. Yeah, and her children yeah. and her like amazing lifestyle that she, she has. She can still be shady about the Super Bowl. Yeah, I agree. She contains multiple. I think it's very cute that she, at least in the past, has posted, because they've gone to the Super Bowl so many times lately, posted pics of like the kids and she's like, we love you, daddy. Good yeah, yeah, that is yeah. cute. Sweet. That's very say. sweet. I don't yeah. really like Tom Brady, but that's very sweet. Next question. Will there be a Katy Perry slash left shark equivalent of this year's there has performance? To be, like a viral moment. Because last yeah. year there was the kid. Right, with the <laughs> selfie. Sucked, yeah. Though. Yeah, that was a because it was a Justin great, Timberlake. Yeah, yeah, it was a Slim Pickens last year. Um, yeah, there will definitely be a viral moment. I, I don't know so. what it will be. Yeah, but that's you're right. That's why you have to, if not mm-hmm. watch, you have to like be online. Right. Yeah, and it's so usually you don't miss it. Yeah, during the halftime show. Right. I can't believe we're already losing Steve talking about the Super Bowl. <laughs> that's pretty much all we have in terms of relating to Ringer content. Yeah. And now back to our normally scheduled programming. <laughs> Our shortest segment ever. I know. We tried. Next category is Tea Time's Obsession Corner. Kate, you feel very strongly about this. I'm so glad we saved time for this. We're going to put all the time that we didn't talk about the Super Bowl into this. Okay. Tea Time's Obsession (laughs) Corner. We had to create a segment just to talk about Timothy Chalamet. One single picture. Yeah. First of all, it's three pictures in a video. (laughs) Don't sell it short. Okay. (laughs) Timothy Chalamet, Kanye West, Kid Cudi, and Pete Davidson joined together for a meal. To celebrate Kid Cudi's 35th birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm concerned about this <laughs> for gathering of people. I'm concerned for Timmy. Um, Kim Kardashian posted this on our Instagram story, so she was there as well. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know who else was there. I That's all you need to know, really. Yeah, really. Do you think John Legend was out of... Um, no. If John Legend okay. was there, he would be in that picture. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. Chrissy Teigen going... would be like taking pictures with Timmy yeah. because she knows how to, right. she knows what that's the internet true. wants. Yeah, right. she does. Because uh, Kim knew what the internet wanted, which was these pictures. Right. So I'm, for, my first reaction was to be concerned about Timmy's choice in peers. 
We know that he like is obsessed with rappers and stuff. And Kid Cudi in particularly. He really, really loves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There, were, there was a tweet where it was like he posted a picture of him on Instagram last year and was like, happy birthday. Like to like my icon, Kid yeah. Cudi. Yeah. And then he was like there with him for his birthday this year, which I thought That's was cute. Sweet. That's sweet. But I don't need Pete I want to know what's Timmy. discussed. Stop. Okay, listen. This came out a couple days ago. This whole office is against Pete Davidson, which is fine. I'm used to being alone in my opinions. <laughs> but out of this group of people, he is not the worst, and you know that. Okay, right. Actually, I, I would have to agree with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kanye is definitely the worst. Well, yeah. And also, if anyone who should not be there, Pete Davidson, he needs to take care of himself and not okay, be around right. crazy people. You're right, actually. I think— Timmy's fine well, for, in terms of sure. an influence. Right. But yeah, Pete, the, maybe don't hang out with Kanye. I was going to say Kanye is a problem. Kid Cudi is also working on his mental health. He's been like in a really good place. He's, right. I think, a really good influence. Sure. The, the, Kanye the, the, is the man out. He yeah. should right. just go to a mental hospital. Right. Yeah. And they're, they were like, there were all these pictures like Timmy was like drinking orange juice. Wow. Like, I bet it was a sober event. Oh, that's Classic. a good bet. Yeah. That's a good bet. Yeah. They had like a big dessert plate that they seemed to be enjoying. Ooh, so. I looked at that plate for so long. Is that what that <laughs> it was? It was like that a was bunch dessert? of different desserts. Oh, yeah. okay. I yeah. stared at that for too long. They were like looking at a phone and like laughing. There was a tweet there. They were watching like the Timmy T math video. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was like meme you know, meme, meme fodder. Yeah. Once yeah. again, Kate Hallowell controlling the internet at large. <laughs> uh-huh. um, a kind of quote from Juliet Littman took one look at this picture and said, they're all losers. A lot of people power ranked in this office, these four. Pete Davidson, like second to last, maybe across the board, everyone we pulled. It's really sad. Was Timmy last on everyone else's list? No, Timmy was first on everyone's oh, list. Good. Kanye was last. <laughs> okay, which good. Is sure. I was that, about yeah. to just walk right out of here. Yeah. Um, very rude from Juliet Lemon, but she's <laughs> literally my boss, so I'll let it go. <laughs> Other obsessions we have besides this photo. Are you okay with this moving on from there? Oh, yeah. Any please. last thoughts? Okay. It's okay. Uh, Stormy is turning one. This is Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott's little baby. She's so cute. Really not a lot there. She went on a vacation with the two of them yeah. to Turks and Caicos to celebrate. I am wow. sure a huge blowout party is coming. Just happy birthday. We love you so much. Yeah. I'm so obsessed with her. And also, side note, also obsessed with someone whose birthday it is today. Um, <laughs> happy birthday to Harold Styles. Is his real name Harold? Harold Edward Styles. I literally asked the same thing. Um, he's turning Oof. 25. He's spending it in Tokyo. There's a very good picture Ooh. of him holding a Shiba Inu yeah. in Tokyo that I recommend you all look up. Yeah. And it's great. Happy birthday to Stormy <laughs> and Harry. Live it up. Love it. Okay, next category is not worth the tea. I'm excited for this first one. Amelia, take it away. Okay, so some singer named Kelsey Carter decided to get a tattoo on her face of Harry Styles. Speaking of Harry Styles. I can relate. Yeah, and it's like a picture, and it looks like he's very sweaty, very wet. It's very (laughs) strange looking. It looks like if you went to the pier, and then a man on the pier said, I'm going to draw Harry Styles, and then he went blind, and then that woman tattooed that picture (laughs) on her face. That's exactly what it's like. (laughs) It's so not what he looks like. It's it's like a a cartoon. but It's wildly unflattering. Yeah. Yeah. As someone who thinks Harry Styles is attractive, I feel like there's you can make a couple tweaks to his face and like it's suddenly very unattractive and like yeah. that's what this picture yep. was. It's yeah. just it very was really weird. bad. And it spans her entire her cheek. cheek. Yep. It's just straight it's fake, right? But yeah, it was recently revealed it was all a stunt. What? Of course it was. Yeah. We talked mm-hmm. about this on the first episode. You yeah. can't be leaking fake news on right? Because, right. Yeah, this is I hate this so much. This is like the Justin very Bieber annoying. burrito situation. Right. And that's yeah. why it is not worth the tea. Okay, mm. moving on. Not worth the tea. The Fiji water girl from the Golden Globes. Her name is Kelly, 
Cuthbert, but her real name is Kelly Steinbeck, <laughs> which is easier to say, so we're going to call her Kelly Steinbeck. <laughs> uh, she is suing Fiji because they have this giant global campaign that's putting her picture from the Golden Globes and cardboard cutouts all around the world. She is doing just fine, for the record. She's doing FabFit fun boxes on her Instagram. Oh. She's selling dog food on her Instagram. Okay. But to her credit, she garnered $12 million worth of, quote, brand exposure for Fiji. So she basically just wants a cut, which I understand. Sure. But at the same time, she got so lucky with that entire situation. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's She's got to just ride this into the sunset and not sue a gigantic corporation right. like Fiji They were. gave her that platform. She wouldn't right. be there without them. So. Right. This girl's got to relax. I knew from the moment she was on that red carpet serving those faces, I was like, <laughs> I hate you and I hate you so much already. She knows exactly what she's doing, yeah. Kelly and- Steinbeck, you are not worth the tea. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, worth a little bit of tea, a dribble of tea, is this bleached hair phase that yeah. I think we're all in favor of. <laughs> yes. So, Chris Messina did it first at the Golden Globes. Oh, my he did God. It. <laughs> Amelia's a big fan. Yeah. I'm also a big fan. Um, he did it for, I believe, a role in, like, the Birds of Prey DC movie. He's, like, a superhero villain. Then Zac Efron, I believe, also did it for a role. And, and then somebody was like, it's a trend now. And so they photoshopped it onto Timothy Chalamet. They did Troy Sivan's hair. Yeah. Looked incredible. So good. His curly hair is meant to be bleach blonde. Yeah. And it makes—we talked about this. His eyebrows, that much better. Oh, yeah. The brow game was, like, intensified by, like, ten times. And his cheekbones. His whole bone structure. His his coloring looked great. Yeah. Yeah. It's only a matter of time, honestly. It feels inevitable. He looked amazing. His curls are such, like, a signature look for him. Yeah. That I think he'll eventually, like, have to do the thing where he's like, I'm changing my image. And Uh, that's, like, when he'll chop it off. I was going to say, I'd rather have him do bleach blonde than buzz cut. Yes. I'm not sure about that. And his little head, I don't know. (laughs) I want him to have as much hair as possible because it really fills out. Right. Also makes him taller. Also very important. That is important. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Go blonde before. Maybe he'll go blonde and then he'll buzz it off because, like, you have to recover from, like, frying your hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll probably, that's the natural order of Okay, yeah. just in case you're listening to me. <laughs> okay, our last topic of this episode is Tea Time's most unanswerable question of the week. Amelia, you go first. Okay, so I actually wrote about this on theringer.com the other day. Uh, mm. Shout out to Andrew Gertadaro, great editor. Mm. Why are people saying Ted Bundy is hot? Like, I just don't. Okay, one, he's actually not. Regard, I mean, not that you shouldn't ever take into account his horrible crimes. He's a serial <laughs> killer and rapist, but he's not hot. Even considering all the hotties that were back in the day in the 70s, are you people crazy? <laughs> so there was this this trend of people, yes. Zach Efron's playing him in a movie. Right. Yeah, there was this trend of people like basically being like, Ted Bundy could murder me and right. bury, bury my head three miles like, down the road. Uh, yeah, he would do that. Right. Here's Which the- <laughs> defeats that purpose. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Here's the problem. Murder is being glamorized more than ever. And yes. yes. So wildly uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. I blame, I don't know, cereal perhaps or Dexter? <laughs> cereal kicked it off. Dexter, Dexter was very early. I feel like right. in the last two years, yeah. Yeah. it's really gotten to a level where it, people's, people have got to relax. Right. I yeah. mean, I, all love, I, I love true crime, but this is a step too far. Yeah. Ted Bundy, not, not hot. hot. Extremely also, not hot. Just an uggo. Like, have you seen his face? Not attractive. Like, skinny little snivelly nose. He's got a unibrow. This is offensive to actual hot people like Robert Redford. Okay, also also offensive to, you know, the families. And, and, like, and them, too. Literally obviously. dozens but of mostly Robert Redford. <laughs> <laughs> but this is just, it's not funny. You're not funny on Twitter, people. Yeah. It's just, just. 
don't. Hey, internet, like, please stop joking about murder. Exactly, because he's a horrible human being. Who is not hot. Who is not hot. Okay, next on unanswerable question. Um, Next unanswerable question. This just came up as a random debate last week when we were celebrating my birthday. Mm. Um, And it kind of like raged out of control. So I just needed to bring it back up in a controlled setting. We were debating Pete Davidson, as we like to do in our free time as well. And it came up about like, is there a female Pete Davidson? Is there a female equivalent? I want to start out by saying there isn't really one because in order to be Pete Davidson, you kind of have to be a man. Right. Right. Like there are certain, like, for example, my answer was that it's Jenny Slate, that she's like the closest thing we have to a female Pete Davidson. But she, you can't really answer that because Jenny Slate was kicked off, off of SNL for saying the F word, <laughs> yeah. whereas Pete Davidson right. breaks in every single segment, doesn't really do anything. And they're just like, yeah, And more. is still on SNL. Okay, I'll participate in this conversation if we're talking about that. I will not stand for any more Pete Davidson hate <laughs> in my life in general starting on this podcast right this second. <laughs> Because Jenny Slate, there's no, there, yeah, th- right. There's you no were equivalent. against it because you were like, she's not good enough to be the female. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whereas everyone else was like, don't do that to Jenny Slate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you have on here an alternative, which is equally offensive. Amy Schumer. That was the other alternative that we thought was maybe a Pete Davidson. Was there a, like a, I don't know, an argument for that? I disagreed with that. I really think it's Jenny Slate. I think she has a similar like quirky, like oversharing quality where she tells you every single thing <laughs> sure. about her life that makes you kind of uncomfortable, but also kind of makes her relatable. Has a lot of like mental health things that she's been very open about. But also I think it was brought up that like she has dated a lot of hot dudes. That's the other thing too. Which is, come on. On. What? No, well, I she, I think she's beautiful. She is. She is she beautiful. Is. She hasn't and so she has Pete an Davidson, appeal. I don't get okay. what that oh. No, I have a similar thing though, where you can like you're like Pete Davidson has kind of a weird hot appeal. Yes. And I think the same way that Jenny Slate does. That, <gasps> and I think Jenny Slate is hotter than Pete Davidson objectively. Yes. But we're all obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> this is on a whole other page. But they've both dated people who, I'm gonna say this with respect to both of them would be seen as, like, out of their league. Okay, they're conventionally very attractive. Right. Jenny Slate has dated Chris Evans and John Hamm. Damn, get it, girl. Just take a minute to think about that. Okay, Okay, yeah, I guess. Taking a minute. (laughs) That's incredible. No, and and then Pete Davis and Ariana Grande. Yeah. Right, but I just think Jenny... She's got it. I agree. This is why this is an unanswerable question because they're so different. Pete Davidson is really in a league of his own in many different ways. Not even like (laughs) the hotness that I feel that he has. He's just like he's a completely different case that I feel like is why everyone's obsessed with talking about him. There is no real female Pete Davidson, I don't think. But I personally think Jenny Slate is the closest. If you have a suggestion, please tweet it at us. Yes, Please. please. This is a question that I feel very strongly about. Yes. Okay. Finishing off this category and this episode. Why is Kylie Jenner's most postmated item a turkey and provolone sub from Jersey Mike's? I have no idea. I'm it's opening most, this up to you guys. The Why? Most bland sandwich. Yeah. Like the most bland meat, the most bland cheese. Right. What kind of sauce does she have with it? Like mayo? Probably. Once again, you got all the resources in the world. Why are you doing Jersey Mike's and Calabasas? <laughs> Why? Also, postmates, the whole point is you can kind of get it from far reaching places, right, exactly. bring it to the comfort of your Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, on that note, <laughs> If it's Jersey Mike's, I mean, that would take 10 minutes. It's probably extremely close to her house because Calabasas is pretty small. Yeah. She has teams of yes, people. Yes, that can drive there and pick up her stuff. I feel like it's a worse errand to bring a random Postmates <laughs> to your house. Yeah. yeah. A that stranger so with just true. one turkey provolone sub. <laughs> is that worth it, Kylie? For your privacy? Is it? <laughs> on that note, she's okay. She spent over $10,000 in 2018 on Postmates. How do they get this information? Not to interrupt you. Because Postmates itself... 
I, I'm imagining as for her permission because she's featured. They do this thing where it's like Postmates receipts. Right. Which I kind of love that. Yeah. Kind of an invasion of privacy, but I guess she signed <laughs> off on it. She right. was fine. Right before having story, this is a complete different aside. She ordered an multiple Oreo McFlurries, a 10-piece chicken nugget, and french fries. This is fascinating. I know. It's that really, great, really right? interesting. Yeah. She <laughs> currently holds the unofficial record for the most Postmate orders in a 10-minute window. Of course oh she God. does. It was four. She ordered four times in 10 minutes, <laughs> which is absolutely amazing. But close, wow. close second was Mallory Rubin. <laughs> yeah, I know. Last question about Kylie Jenner's Postmates history is why did Kylie Jenner Postmate a single raw carrot <gasps> to her house? That One was, single. That was the whole order? Yeah. That's it. So where? Wait. Also, where would you get like a grocery store? I'm yeah. But why send your ten uh, assistants to the grocery store so she can do this? So she can tell the story and be like quirky. Does she have pets? Yeah, she she has has, a ton. She has chickens. She has like a million dogs. She has like all types of things. My my mind immediately went to like feed. It's like a guinea pig. I guess, but one I, that in bulk at least, you know. But yeah, she, yeah, that makes no sense. There's a lot of questions yeah, here. Was about it Kylie. organic? Was it regular? Like, where right. are we getting this carrot? Do you think that Postmates? He's like in the Bristol Farms in Calabasas. He's going <laughs> through the vegetable aisle and he sees Kylie Jenner needs one carrot. You think he's like, where did I, where, where did I go in my life that I ended up right here <laughs> in this moment? Yeah, <laughs> questioning all. Also, choices. I would be very nervous. I'd be like, I don't know. What Which kind of carrot? carrot? Yeah. yeah. Big, small, medium? Uh, right. We, we don't know. There's no answers it's, to this question. I'm just going to put it out in the universe. I'm confused. It's very— So, yeah, if you want to tweet us your answers <laughs> yeah. to that, too. Yeah, we, we should gladly do that. You should always try to answer our unanswerable Please. questions. <laughs> Please help us. <laughs> okay, that is all the time we have for today. Thank God. <laughs> this has been Tea Time. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Alwell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. 